Hey guys, welcome to the third power podcast bonus section in which we're going to go ahead and crack a pack of cube cards. Just kind of like a bonus, kind of like a episode 5.5. What? Yeah, we're going to we're going to crack a cube pack and and like uh limited resources does, we're going to talk about what we would pick, why we're going to do it, kind of our evaluation process and in, in drafting the cards. Uh to give you an idea, we'll be using my cube, which is roughly a 525 uh, unpowered cube without fast mana, so nothing like Grim Monolith or Mana, uh, Mana Vault or Mana Crypt, things like that. So, uh, very well supported, I think. Uh, aggressive decks, all three theaters, both control, uh, all of which I should say control, mid-range and aggro are pretty well represented. And, uh, you guys can check it out. I'll put a link in the, uh, in the show notes. And here we go. Here's the 15 cards. Awesome. All right. Card number one. Spite Malice, card two, Vampiric Tutor, card number three, Opposition, card number four, Dromar's Charm, well, I'm sensing a theme here, (laughs) card number five, Elspeth Knight Errant, oh, jeez, card number six, Bitter Blossom, oh, wow, what is going on with this pack? Like, Jesus, just completely stacked in those colors. All right, here we go. Card number seven. Sort of body and mind. Huh. So card number eight. Farseek. Number nine. Call of the Herd. Number ten. Master of the Wild Hunt. Man, I swore this was shuffled. I don't know why all these cards are coming up in order like that. Yeah, card number screens. Card eleven. Glenelandra Archmage. Huh. Card 12. Whew. Bloodbraid Elf. <laughs> card number 13. Great Sable Stag. Jeez. So much card number else. 14. Damnation. And card number 15. Underground Sea. Nice blue black pack. Jeez. Yeah. And, uh, I'm gonna post, uh, the pack and, uh, you know, poll so you all can vote as well. Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, let's go ahead and let's take a look. Um, I think the first thing I like to do is, is kind of break it down by color a little bit here and see what we got. Um, in green, we have Call, Stag, Master, and Farseek. So we have four black, uh, I should say, uh, four green cards. We have three black cards, all of which are pretty awesome in Bitter Blossom, Vamp Tutor, and Damnation. Uh, as far as blue-black goes, we have Spite Malice and Dromar's Charm, which also has white, obviously. You can also include the Underground Sea in that pack. In blue, we have Glenelandra Archmage and Opposition. And finally, to round things out, we have Elspeth, Bloodbraid Elf, and Sword of Body in Mind. Jeez. Yikes. Yeah. This, is a, this is just a baller pack. Well, for me, I'm going to go ahead and just eliminate all the green cards. Um, yeah. I think the green cards just seem to pale in comparison to the rest of the pack. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I there's some definite like like stag is nice. Uh, Call of the herd's nice. Stag is super have, nice against this pack, that's for sure. Yeah, jeez, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm I, gonna, I would yeah. Uh, I'm gonna cut opposition also. That seems to be the the weakest of the blue cards. Um, Dromar's charm is probably gonna bite it for now. I don't like taking three color cards first. Yeah. Have to, I, I'm not sure what situations I would. I guess if the rest of the pack isn't that spectacular. Um, I'm going to cut Spite Malice also because I still like the, the other blue card and the other black cards better. 
Yeah. Um, I think for now, I mean, as much as I like taking Underground C, I don't think it's the right pick here. I think the other cards are just way too powerful. Yeah, like usually, I think people in general tend to underdraft fixing, but even still, I think this pack is too good to consider, like, first picking a... a All right, so I guess Underground C is out. So that leaves us with seven cards. We have uh, Glenelandra Archmage, Elspeth, Bloodbraid, Sword, Bitter Blossom, Vamp Tutor, and Damnation. Now, at this point, I think a lot of it could depend on what kind of deck you like to play. There's definitely a school of thought where you don't want to, maybe you want to stay out of black because there's too many black cards already. Um, there is only really one white card in the pack, and what a good one that is, an Elspeth. Yeah. There's a, you know, Bloodbraid Elf is, is outstanding. There's there's really only one artifact in the pack and sort of body in mind. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and cut Glenelandra Archmage. It just kind of pales in comparison to the other, I think, to the other cards here. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think what it's going to come down to as I think for me, it's going to come down to Elspeth, Bloodbraid, and Bitter Blossom. If that I want to, right. if I want to make another cut, Damnation and Vamp Tutor, while very good, I don't think are on the same power level as Bitter Blossom, um, because while Damnation obviously not going in Black Aggro decks, I feel Bitter Blossom is one more powerful, easily splashable, and goes into both lots of versions of the Black deck, whether yeah. it be aggressive or mid range or the mana denial strategy. So that one's out. Vamp Tutor, while awesome, still not Bitter Blossom. Now, if Vamp Tutor comes around again, what's better than one Bitter Blossom? Two Bitter Blossoms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just I just can't get it. For me, I think, even though Elspeth is obviously just way sweet and Bloodbraid is awesome, for me, I think it's got to be Bitter Blossom. For me, it's down to Bitter Blossom, Elspeth, and I think maybe Sword. Okay. I'm pretty fine with cutting sword from that pack, so. Okay, so we have Elspeth or Bitter Blossom for you then. Yeah, I I don't know. I was originally thinking Elspeth, and I think I might go with that. I that's hard. That's, jeez, I don't know. Yeah, for me, I mean, the cards are obviously both very powerful, but you know, for me, the the thing that does it for me, while uh, Planeswalkers are awesome, I haven't lost very many games where I played a turn two Bitter Blossom. I've lost plenty of games where I've played a turn for Elspeth. Um, Elspeth is double white as opposed to the single black. So, you know, the, I, you, I've, I've even played Bitter Blossom off the splash out of the deck. I mean, the card is just unbelievable, you know, especially if we wind up picking up some equipment. But I'm sorry, I don't affect your choice. So for me, once again, Bitter Blossom also too, you know, I'm looking at my Japanese foil version of it and I'm just like, <laughs> so pretty. I just have a moto proxy, like that new moto art that was spoiled. Yeah, I just printed that out for the proxy. I'm like, ooh, this art looks nice. Man. It's pretty sweet. I, I think you might have won me over on Bitter Blossom, but I think if I was doing an IRL draft, I probably would have taken the Elspeth. But that's, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, and I can't, you know, I, I can't say I completely disagree with that. It, you know, it's, it's obviously a great card. I'm not going to, you can't possibly fault somebody for picking it first. And, you know, it has the advantage of being, of, of being the only white card in the pack. Yeah. So, you know, whether that, not that that necessarily matters, but it could, you know, so I, I can definitely see some sort of value with that. However, you know, I, I think if you're, if you're doing that though, you, I think you have to wind up staying out of black afterwards. Cause if you're passing Bitter Blossom to somebody. Oh yeah. <laughs> whew, you know, I, I'm taking a second pick Bitter Blossom almost every single time, no matter what my first pick was. Yeah. Just jump right in there. 
All right, so Bitter Blossom for me and Elspeth for you. Yeah, that works. Very cool, guys. Check uh, online and, and see what you find. And uh, find that poll. Let us know what, what it is you guys think. And let us, let us know if you think we're full of crap or what for the way we got <laughs> our picks. Yeah, maybe. Thanks, I don't know. guys. Maybe I'm full. But if you guys like this, we'll continue to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. I will catch you soon. All right. See you. All right. Take it easy. All right. In the words of Time Warp, let's do it again. There we go. All right, here we go. Another 15-card pack. Feel free to react with oohs and ahs. Here we go. Card number one. Tropical Island. Oh, nice fixing. Isamaru, Hound of Kanda. Putrefy. Consuming Papers. Hmm. Talaria West. Ravages of War. Oh, hello. A pet card of mine. Maybe I should take this one out because uh, I would draft this card right away just because I promised myself I would. But I'm going to go ahead and pass on door to nothingness for right now. We'll go ahead and that's that's one card I play in my cube. But we'll discount that as card number seven. Here's real card number seven. Oh, okay. Thirst for knowledge. Oh. Boros Garrison. That's the red white bounce land. Swans of Bryn Argol. Hmm. Shadow Mage Infiltrator, good old Johnny Magic, Iridescent Angel, Volcanic Hammer, Acroma Angel of Wrath. Oh, hello, Reanimator. Will Bender, and card number 15, who data? Cryptic Command. <laughs> it's going to be so easy until that. Man, this card, this pack looked pretty simple. You know, I... Out of those first five cards, you know, there was an Isamaru, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, Tropical Island is definitely the pick. Yeah. And then the next five came up, and I was like, oh, you know what? For me, it's got to be Ravages of War. That's yeah. definitely the pick. And I thought that all the way until Cryptic Command. Yeah, jeez. So uh. as as much as I, I hate to discount some of these other cards, I mean, Tropical Island is, is obviously a, a fine card. Um <clears throat> Definitely want to point out the the only aggressive card in this pack really is Isamaru. I guess it's Volcanic Hammer as well. Yeah. But you know Isamaru, uh, Volcanic Hammer is the only red card in the pack. So there's there's something to to note there. Um, we have Acroma. If you're the the type that likes to play control deck or reanimator deck with big finishes, that's in there. Willbender is one of my favorite cards. We have a Bounce Land. We have Johnny Finkel. But man. For me, it's I think it's just down to Ravages and Cryptic Command. Yeah, exactly. I can pretty much ignore everything else at this point. It all comes down to two again. Jeez. Yeah, well, I think I think a lot of packs are like that. Uh, yeah. And the last one, you know, I, I think the last one was a little bit closer. There was definitely three or four cards I could see doing first pick. But for me, once again, you know, as much as I like a Cryptic Command, I think for me, I'm taking Ravages of War. It's uh, it's I, I think a more powerful effect. It is a game-ending effect, and guess what? It only has one colored mana logo in the converted mana cost. Well, yeah, I think uh, I think Ravages, you know, is like the best, like probably one of the best aggro cards. Whereas Cryptic Command is a really good control card. Good point. And I think in the grand scheme of things, I think Ravages is better than Cryptic, even though Cryptic is ridiculous. By the way, also cast Ravages in a control-ish deck before. Yeah, it's just like a play play finisher and then ravages good luck. 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a two-card combo instead of, like, say, uh, you know, the Black Angel with a white kicker that blows up all lands. Yeah. Like, that card is another card that's just, like, unbeatable if it resolves most of the time. I, I feel like Ravages of War is one of those one of those type of effects. We'll, we'll see more. If we really want to play a counterspell deck, we'll see more Cryptic Commands. But, man, there's only two Armageddons in the deck in the whole cube. I think yeah. that, that's the pick for me. Yeah, that's like Windmill Slam. Windmill Slam, thank you, ma'am. Next, <laughs> just like whatever, yeah. pass it down. Pass the pack. Hope there's uh When I say hope, I mean, you know, basically build around this card. Yeah. Ravages of War is just so sick. I was about to say, yeah, it's just, uh But it was so easy before it. Cryptic Command. But I could see people, you know, if you're a control player, I could see you just basically uh, slamming Cryptic Command. If that's the kind of deck you like to play, he's a good friend of mine uh, who loves to play control decks, likes to play counter control decks. So for him, this pack would basically look like uh, Will Bender, Thirst for Knowledge, Tropical Island, Cryptic Command. And likely he would just take the command, but... Not for me. I don't mind playing, uh, swinging, attacking for two. I don't mind blowing up all the lands. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty easy for me. Like, I don't mind playing, you know, control is fine to play. I don't mind playing control. I don't mind playing aggro. Give me ravages. Pass it down. All right. Let us know what you guys think. Make sure you go to, uh, go to the, uh, is your, are you going to post it on your blog, you said? Yeah, I think so. On, uh, I'd rather be cubing.wordpress.com. Also, forgot to plug the, uh, you know our email mtg the third power at gmail dot com, as well as uh, as well as a Twitter account, right? You had oh yeah at uh, oh. on the rad, and you finally signed up for Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Anthony forty two, pretty much what I go by on everything. So hit us yep. up. Sweet. All right, peace.